0: Hello and welcome back to the Off The Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh and Brad Morris, in which we discuss everything that's happening in the world of football. But before we get to that, make sure you like and subscribe, whether you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at OffTCPod. But as I said, I'm joined by Brad and we have had a very, very action-packed weekend.
1: been rewarded with endless talking points. I think we could safely say the action has delivered, and that's all on just on Twitter.
0: Yes, definitely so. I mean, Premier League didn't disappoint. European games definitely dis- didn't disappoint. Goals galore, and there's only one place to start here in the Premier League, and that is, of course, the Saturday afternoon action between West Ham and Chelsea. I mean, we spoke about it on Friday being one of these games where it could go either way and it'd be a really close encounter and it was just that. I thought,
1: where do we West Ham, isn't it? Like we've seen them drop points against those towards the lower half of the table. As open as that all is, we've seen it more mm. with that. But they have victories over all of the top three.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely uh, ridiculous to see. Like, usually it would be the other way around, where they'd be beating the lower based sides and struggling against the top three. But this season, it's just polar opposites for uh, David Moyes' side.
1: Yeah, but it feels with them as well. The core that they've built over a couple of seasons now like with him in charge has just fully come to fruition. They're on a run that is something that could, they could never have predicted.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, not even. We could have predicted this for a couple of seasons ago when Moyes was first appointed. There was a lot of question marks around him and what could he do with the squad. But he has made it into his own team, and it's a really good, solid team that maybe has, just needs like one or two additions, and then it, for it to be like a perfect West Ham side, getting that top uh, eight finish on a consistent basis, you got to say.
1: I think with that as well, you can say are they out of show in terms of Europe as well? Because they look so good and they don't seem to let their European adventures stifle whatever they're doing in the league.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it was a couple of years back where they were in the Europa League and that kind of stuff was happening for them where they wouldn't be getting the results they needed to do in Europe or in the league and then they'd crash out on Europe. But this season, already through to the knockout stages of the Europa League and looking solid in the league so it is a credit to David Moyes and his side for getting them to play the way they were I mean this game that came back from 2-1 down in the first half to end up winning the game shows the real grit and determination of that side because in the past they would have easily lost that game
1: yeah which you need and the biggest hates it when you actually give them a game they think it's it's always this ideology that Mm. you have to sit back just try and defend against them as we've seen with teams actually try and attack them they can be got at.
0: yeah 100% Mm.
1: and West Ham's biggest strength as well is defensively they're kind of solid
0: yeah very solid I mean they've only conceded 19 goals so far this season and there's only uh, well the teams are top of them and West uh, Spurs below them and OK, there's a few sides, about five or six, that have conceded less than them. But at the same time, they scored like the fourth most in the league. So it's helping them with these solid foundations. And a lot of the time, you can look into these games that they play and you know what the starting eleven is going to be. There's no real change ever uh, made drastically to David Moyes' side.
1: No, no, I'd you no, I'd be at that point, really. Well, injuries are a thing. They lost Aaron Quest, Cresswell. Mm. Uh, they, yeah Darnell yeah. Johnson came in and filled that pretty well. They had they had Soufan at the start as well. Mm. They did well to survive mm. without him. So yeah, he can't help but credit them. Mm.
0: Uh, and obviously, the main talking point of this game came towards the end when Arthur Rq gave West Ham that th- all-important third goal and <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that, so I'm going to let you just describe that goal for us.
1: Oh, it can't be described. I, I just hope that all those people that liked the tweet from African Football Twitter are here listening to this podcast right now because we're going to give off the respect he, did he He deserves for it. Did he read the score? I think he did.
0: God, no. Ugh. I don't know. I think it was more him going for a cross rather than attempting a shot. Who was in the box? That's just me in that situation.
1: Yeah, but I didn't see anyone in the box at that point that he could have got it to.
0: Mm, but I think it was one of them also. Where if he if it was a shot, then he's absolutely. Uh, done Edward Mendy in like a kipper because of how brilliant it was
1: I don't want to criticise Edward Mendy but it does leave a bit of a gap there.
0: Oh yeah I mean I'm just having another look at it there is two West Ham players in the box but they were quite far on the back post so (sighs) I'm going to be left undecided as to whether he meant to do that or not
1: I think can Antonio deserves credit for creating the gap as well. But if I'm the fullback, I see Antonio make that run, and I'm thinking, well, if he goes past me, he won't be offside. Mm. So does he need to follow him, really? I, I don't know. In the moment, you got to do it. But he probably didn't need to.
0: Yeah. Uh, not the result, obviously, Chelsea were looking for, as they were hoping to continue their title charge. Um. That's two to three games now over the last month where they've dropped points where previously you would have thought mm, they would have got something. I mean, the Burnley game, you would have thought they would have beaten at the start of November. Then playing Manchester United uh, last week as well, you would have thought they would have beaten Man United considering how poor United had been previously. But then losing this game to West Ham, it's it's not something to drastically worry about, but at the same time, you can't be dropping points when you look at the other teams around you in the top four that are getting the points.
1: Yeah, well, we've said it in the past, Man City and Liverpool are so near perfect that any sort of slip-up is a critical error.
0: Mm. And if Thomas Tuchel's side can't be affording too many of these slip-ups this season. Otherwise, like you say, Chelsea, uh, Man City and Liverpool are just going to run away with it from the Blues.
1: Yeah, because as we've seen, Man City are ruthless and Liverpool have it in them to just dig deep and somehow find the winner.
0: And speaking of that, they managed to do it on Saturday again in the 94th minute against Wolverhampton Wanderers. The man, the myth, the Liverpool legend, Divock Origi, turning up once again to find the winner for Jürgen He
1: is the biggest cult hero amongst cult heroes. But this yeah, guy... I just...
0: How does he do it? <laughs> I wish I knew because, let's be honest, he, he doesn't start often for Liverpool. So you're like, surely coming off this bench, he's not going to have the preparation to do it or the hunger, but he just somehow manages to amaze us every time when he does come off the bench and when Liverpool need that big goal to keep them in a title charge. Like they are at the minute, obviously, it is really early on in the season still. But he manages to turn up and get them the three points when right, they were gonna only get one.
1: Give the man a statue, yes. I think he's heard it. But the times this man is going clutch for them. Oh, real?
0: Oh, 100%. At, at this rate, he, he deserves whatever he wants. If he wants a new contract, fine, you get it. You want a statue, yep, yeah, you get it. It is absolutely. Get the contract out. <laughs> uh, Give him whatever he wants. Even
1: make him the next manager. Why not? <laughs> uh, he is the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did I of Liverpool. He's going to do. <laughs> he could have, is that his You know what of? he actually
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're saying that, and I've thought about it. He's the, he's the modern day Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, <laughs> which is absolutely incredible to even say Um, but yeah Liverpool winning when they need to are they going to be able to do this though at the start of next month when they potentially lose Salah Romane though to the African Cup of Nations because Origi would be then in the squad, who are they going to have coming off the bench to do that for? them?
1: Well they've got the likes of Menemina I think they rate some of their academy players a little Mm bit as well Harvey Elliott potentially, and back. obviously there'll be. If you're seeing the pictures he's got putting on, like the progress he seems to be making is a bit mental.
0: Uh, what about Curtis Jones? Anything on his uh, return back? Not
1: that Do I look like I'm delving into the Liverpool social media for their injury recoveries?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. You seem to see a lot of s- stuff, but uh, they, yeah. they've got other problems they'll to be worry about, and that's coming urban. next week. We can discuss that at a later date. Um, But yeah, they managed to get the win. They see themselves into second place, obviously, with Chelsea dropping points. But the team that now occupies the top of the table is Pep Guardiola's Manchester City, after they beat Watford 3-1 really comfortably that game for them, wasn't it? You won. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we said they were predictable the other day. They've just gone and proven us right with this game, haven't they?
1: Yeah, they tore Watford a new one, even if the scoreline doesn't suggest it.
0: Yeah. I mean, when I saw Bernardo Silva... No, sorry, Raheem Sterling, not Bernardo Silva. Sterling's got the first. I was like, this is going to be about 4-5-0 at this rate when he scored after like four minutes or so. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be a boring game. But it didn't get too out of hand in the end. But yeah easy one-sided game for the citizens and they'll be obviously uh, hoping for a much harder task uh, challenging themselves going forth but Watford on the other hand they've got to be starting to look carefully behind them for the other teams getting results because I mean they're now three points outside the relegation zone played one more game then uh, because obviously that game against Tottenham last week got called off. So it's not all happy days for uh, Claudio Ranieri's side. But I did say this when he came into the job and I looked at his first eight to 8-10 fixtures. I, I said to you, he's going to have a really tough task on his hand and it's been case in point. Obviously, that Man United result sticks out for them, but if United weren't on that bad form, it, things would be looking a lot lo- worse for Watford.
1: Yeah, obviously, but I still look at them and I think, yeah, you've probably got enough considering what's down there, but who knows because down there is a bit mental and I will get to that right now because I think it's time to look for the best of the rest. Yes. Yeah, so uh, first one, pretty simple. Why are Manchester United fans wetting their knickers?
0: I don't know. Any who have done just a good, controlled first game? Exactly, exactly the first game.
1: But you were all doing the same, weren't Ollie? So maybe calm down a little bit, lads. You beat Crystal Palace one nil. Congratulations.
0: Hey, I'll take it. A victory's a victory in all sorts. We're moving in fairness, in the Fred right scored
1: so Miracles.
0: And what a lovely, what a lovely goal it was, it was as well. Right. Quite similar to his attempt at Chelsea last week, but this time he actually scored it.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because you do actually dive deep into it, he has improved. The last few weeks it's just you know his mistakes will always be the talking point
0: yeah i mean considering uh like ralph said in his post-match conference uh the team have trained what one and a half sessions under him and you could see the gig and press being presented and a lot of the time when united didn't have the ball using the four triple two formation it was a lot of I, uh, things to be pleased about. Can I add
1: a, a question there, because yeah. we all know what Harry Maguire's first words were. What? What the hell is a gag in press? What is oh, this yeah, tactics? I, again,
0: I think, I think he had a solid game. I, genuinely, from thinking back to that game, no one had anything too disappointing. I mean, Sancho and Rashford, mm, a little bit hit and miss, but apart from that, I think everyone else did really well, considering it was their first time uh using this system and I think over the next coming weeks it'll be more prominent and it will you'll see the better effects come into it.
1: Yeah, I don't mean I'd have liked to have commented on the game but Sky didn't seem to want to put a two PM kickoff on for some reason. That I don't know what Which was, was
0: just It baffled me when I saw that there was none of the three. Like you have three games and you decided not to have one of them on. I was like Jesus, come on. Even if you shove uh, Spurs versus Norwich, I'm just at least put on a game to watch.
1: Mm. Poor hardcore fan Barry, 59 year old from Wigan, was forced to watch the FA Cup final that was um. And <laughs> we all know his hey, thoughts on women's football are.
0: <laughs> well, we know what my thoughts are, and that was a absolutely cracking game to watch uh, for, for the neutrals.
1: We could have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, speaking of what I gave my wish I was there, at right? the Mice Villa are on their way to Europe. <laughs> it's coming, whether it's this season or the next one. I mean, one, it's not. It's inevitable.
0: I mean, you're still five points off sixth place and six points off. Exactly. Vid, we, so we were six
1: last time. Gains.
0: Yeah, but that's six points off the inter- The Europa Conference League, and you're still six off Spurs. So don't get on your high horses just
1: yet. Progress. We have seen enough that the progress that we've made from where we were literally a month ago—it's extraordinary.
0: Well, just wait until next week when you'll be knocked back down to earth, and you'll be further behind the rest.
1: You're forgetting one of the last times we played Liverpool. Sorry, last time I checked, we know how to beat them. And we have the man who knows Liverpool inside out at the
0: helm. Doesn't mean anything. Mo Salah hat-trick incoming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, yeah, Villa are looking a lot brighter under uh, Stevie G and... When you say we're looking a lot brighter, I
1: need to say it's because I'm giving it the big one, but we look a lot brighter in one half of football because we can't play in the first half of shit.
0: <laughs> and your fullbacks got absolutely terrorised by Liverpool, uh, Leicester's today. It was
1: mainly Matty Cash. Because just did, every, did everything down Harvey Barnes' wing and he just destroyed him.
0: <laughs> or as you called him Barney earlier no, via you. our group it, chat. Nobody
1: wants to know the info of the messenger chat. It's autocorrected. It's stupid and we know it.
0: Yes. We, <laughs> we don't don't all know, know that okay Pokemon poke dinosaur. be called him when he brings it Lester back into the England squad, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hopefully yeah, he was watching like someone else as well. a bit. Very... <laughs> Yeah, The result does mean you go above Leicester though today, so can't complain on that front, but again, Leicester not really good at set pieces, and once again, the results aren't going their way for them.
1: Now, it was a bit disturbing, I guess from a Leicester perspective, just how rattled they easily were from when they came out in the second Mm. half, because obviously the momentum was with us after a controversial incident we'll talk about. But they didn't come back out in that second half until very late on.
0: Mm.
1: The atmosphere rattled them, you could say.
0: I mean, that's one way of putting it. I mean, just looking back now, since they beat Man United back in mid-October, they've won two other games, one against Brentford and the other against Watford. Their form is really poor and... Conceding from set-pieces is another hindrance for them.
1: but mm. I'd, I'd what I'd said as well, before the game, they hadn't lost away from home in five. So good for us to beat a team that clearly a very strong playing away from home. But yeah, there's issues. Mm. The defensive injuries, yeah, you can say that, but they look off.
0: Yeah. Just something's not clicking for them at the minute. And let's go on to that controversial decision then. So the ball uh, fell towards Casper Schmeichel and he gets a hand on it. And then was it Douglas Louise that puts it past him in the it end? It was Starboy,
1: Jacob Ramsey.
0: <laughs> oh, Jacob Ramsey, that gets the final touch to put it past uh, the goal. And it was ruled out for a foul on Schmeichel. Now, obviously, you being the Villa fan, you be like, why is that called offside or a foul? Well, the law book is the law book, and it was the right call.
1: Yeah, apparently sir. So. Though the law book, obviously, states even one hand I means you have full control of the ball, apparently. Yeah. Actually, if we re-watch that back, it doesn't have a full hand on it, does it?
0: No, but it's a hand on it. It doesn't matter whether it's full hand and or not. It was a palm slash fingertips. Still control of the ball according so to so the... Let's do, do a science experiment
1: laws. then shall we? You, you can see this right? Only you can see that I clearly have my phone resting on the palm of my fingers. Do I have full control of the phone right now?
0: I mean, no but exactly. at the same time. Points. And there we go.
1: The lo- Imagine that, we're a round football <laughs>
0: I think why it's got noticed now and never used to get picked up in the last few years is because of the introduction of VAR where previously that goal would have stood because the linesman didn't call it or the referee didn't call it but since the introduction of VAR uh, they have the option to look at all goal scoring decisions and see whether there's any fouls or anything and obviously the rule, uh Law 12 Part 2 of the IFAB who are the lawmakers of the game have deemed that he had control on the ball even if it was just a bit of his hand on it and that's why a free kick was awarded to uh, Leicester in that case but it doesn't matter you still got the second goal and you got the victory so
1: yeah obviously but I feel like what did help is the fact that they decided to show it in the stadia as well so obviously cute overall mm. from 41,000 people <laughs>
0: Yes, that was which. How that'
1: it just spurred the atmosphere at the start of the second half. Mm. So in any way, it was a, in some ways it was a blessing.
0: Yes, but yeah. Um, right, let's just have a yeah, quick run yes, through the rest of it. the scores yeah. now. So Newcastle managed to finally win a game this season, beating Burnley uh, one oh, nil. Callum Wilson hallelujah. scoring the only goal of that game.
1: Oh, hallelujah.
0: Neil Morpay rescued a very, is it, wait, very. Is it coincidence late for that they got their same
1: win at the same time as Sheffield United?
0: Was it the same week?
1: Same month, but I don't know. It's similar.
0: Mm. <laughs> Neil Morpay's bicycle kick helped Brighton. It out. It wasn't a bicycle kick.
1: I watched it back. It was a volley, like a half volley.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it know, still I, counts. It, we there. still need
1: to have a look at that because did you see Hassan's comments after the game against Alex McCarthy? Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's all digging me. your player out.
0: That <laughs> feels like Jose Mourinho and Luke Shaw esque. How are you sticking him out of there, man? Jesus!
1: Paul McCarthy at like the end is limping. Paul Bacardi at the at the end is limping towards the edge. Boss, I could not do it if we get in. has You fast <laughs> slaps him, kicks his leg, <laughs> Ah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, the final couple of games Spurs beat Norwich 3 0. Quite a comfortable win there for Antonio Conte's side. And Leeds and Brentford played out a 2 2 draw with Patrick Bamford rescuing a point later on for Marcelo Bielsa's side. And then Everton versus Arsenal is later on this evening.
1: Again, with Leeds and Brentford talking of other angry scenes. What the hell? <laughs> Got a big of water. <laughs> the leads. He? Oh, I forgot his role. He's not the chairman, is he?
0: No, he's like director or yeah. some sort. Who of shouted something at him
1: to just make him lose his mind like that?
0: Honestly, I was expecting him to go over to that fan and start uh, wrestling him. Like he, I was like, what the hell's going on? It's like He had to get held back like the security dude to boxers yeah. at a press conference.
1: And you didn't see any other fan going to him. To start, so as well, no, so the fan 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 was breaking. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like who because who, we never saw who was who we were saying to. We just saw his point of view. So it's like, what the hell's going on here?
1: God knows. It looked hilarious
0: though. <laughs> yes, right. Let's head over to our European roundup now, and we'll start over in the Bundesliga. Where now, before we get to the big match of the weekend there. Friday spelled the end of time in charge at RB Leipzig for Jesse March after their 2-1 defeat to Union Berlin Um, poor season for Leipzig so far this season sees themselves down in 11th place and I think it was always inevitable rather than uh, why has he been sacked well
1: I don't know, four months isn't a lot when you look at Leipzig and all the changes they've gone through
0: yeah but oh, a club like yeah. that nowadays obviously they're wanting to be in and amongst the title race and being as far off as they are from it mm. I think
1: I hope he gets another jump somewhere because you know he was meant to be like the god of American coaches he was their shining light to go look guys we know what we can do
0: <laughs> yeah
1: we actually know um, tactics it wouldn't be. we know ball <laughs> wouldn't <laughs>
0: It wouldn't surprise me if he does get a job uh, back in Europe soon. Right, let's go on to... For a manager. Soon, maybe. So the
1: Red Bulls after a
0: boss? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of German football and controversy in a game, the Classica lived up to all its expectations and then some.
1: This is brilliant. This was... Just a, a fantastic game of football.
0: Yeah. It was perfect, the classic air. Uh, Lewandowski scoring, Erling Haaland scoring, controversial referee indecision, Jude Bellingham coming out after the game, c- accusing the referee of being done of match fixing in the past.
1: <sighs> careful, careful. You know what this lot are like. Yes. As we've seen in the news, you have to be careful what you're saying. It was a defamation claim, it was coming your way.
0: <laughs> yes. Allegedly massive allegedly in quotation marks there.
1: Allegedly even though it was very truthful and actually happened.
0: Yes, but we don't want to get done for defamation, do we?
1: Oh, they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, um, freely matched, definitely entertained the neutrals and long may it continue. Lewandowski took out his anger on not winning the Ballon d'Or on Monday
1: and no, it wasn't the end really Bundesliga because the goals just rained in this weekend.
0: <laughs> mm, I mean Bayer Leverkusen beat SPVgg Greuther Furth 7-1 which was an outstanding scoreline and then Freiburg uh this evening for Ross yesterday for the listeners won 6-0 against Borussia Mönchengladbach and were like 5-0 up inside 25 minutes which is just ridiculous.
1: And I've said, uh, as well as the classic and New 3-2, so there were two other games that ended 3-2 as well.
0: Yes, uh, VfL mm-hmm. Bochum beat Augsburg 3-2 and Hoffenheim beat Eintracht Frankfurt by the same scoreline and then Mainz beat Wolfsburg 3-0 so all the games have delivered apart from Armenia Bielefeld and FC Clone which finished
1: 1-1. Get the Bundesliga on people.
0: <laughs> yes, uh Next, we'll travel to Italy, where Jose Mourinho's time isn't going all that swell. This time, they lost three nil to Inter Milan, and all three goals for the Nazuri came in the first half. And have you seen I what hope, he said? Say, no, no, I have game? so
1: much to say, but I'm saving it for later. Don't worry. <laughs> we have
0: to go past. Uh, it. What Mourinho what said post game was absolutely we'll brilliant. Get to it. Elsewhere. Worry elsewhere Atalanta beat Napoli by 3 goals to 2 AC Milan beat Sonatana 2-0 and Juventus are currently as a time of record, beating Genoa 1-0 so it's all uh, lively stakes over in Italy between the top 4 only 4 points separating AC Milan at the top of the table and Atalanta down in 4th over in La Liga and Xavi's task at Barcelona has got even bloody harder
1: I mean, and it was always covered.
0: Cool, there's all. I mean, it was hard, but then there's that losing one nil to Real Betis, one we scoring, the only goal of the game, eleven minutes from time, and now Barcelona nice goal, and actually, still sitting. Hmm.
1: It was a very nice goal as well. If you'd seen it, nice little passing move.
0: Uh, yes, I have seen it. Yeah, very lovely goal from Betis, who obviously move up to third as a time of recording because Atleti haven't played. Uh, their game in hand obviously because it got called off earlier on in the season whilst Barca 7th place on 23 points Uh, Real Madrid managed to continue their excellent form this season beating Real Sociedad 2-0 with Vinicius Junior Junior and Luka Jovic scoring the goals which I mean that just seems weird to say in a sentence in 2021 Vinicius and Luka Jovic scoring the goals for Real Madrid
1: they were always going to come good who knows? Mm. You need to give players time.
0: Exactly. Um, speaking of a Real Madrid player, facey Kubo helped uh, his parent side, Real Mallorca, beat Atletico Madrid 2 1 in possibly the shock of the weekend there in Spain and has not helped Atletico's charge for uh, the title go down any well at all. And finally, over in uh, France this weekend. PSG left it extremely late to rescue a point against RC Lens, with One Wijnaldum scoring the goal in extra time after Fafana scored early on in the game for Lens. Marseille lost 2-1 to Brest, which obviously isn't good for their uh, top four charge. Jonathan David... Uh, and Lille won 2 1 against Troyes. Monaco beat Metz 4 0. And as the time of recording, Lyon are beating Bordeaux. So, an entertaining weekend, even in Europe, that hasn't disappointed us as we get ready for the final match date in the Champions League in a few days' time.
1: Yeah, perfect Set up Benny
0: Yeah. Right, let's head over to the Predictions League now. Where, once again, <laughs>
1: He stutters when he says it because he knows he's fucked.
0: (laughs) It's another good week for Brad. Um, Not too bad for myself, but his lead is getting bigger and bigger. So a reminder, we had West Ham, Chelsea, Southampton, Brighton, Leeds, Brentford, Bayern Munich versus Dortmund, uh, Real Madrid versus Sociedad and Roma versus Inter Milan. So we both were wrong with predicting the Chelsea-West Ham score. Uh Brad got a perfect score for predicting Southampton versus uh Brighton. I've just realised I haven't added the Brentford lead score in. Uh however we were both wrong on that occasion. Uh I got a perfect score for predicting Dortmund would be uh would lose three two to Bayern Munich. Brad gets one point for that. Uh one point Brad go for on. predicting Real Madrid would win and got both points how
1: do I get a point for Dortmund losing?
0: Because you predicted uh, the Bayern Munich, when you? Predicted three one to in.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So that's why you get a point. Yeah,
1: carry on. And, and finally,
0: <laughs> um, yes. And we both got one point for predicting that Inter would beat Roma. So you're on fifty five. I'm on forty eight points. As we get set again to do that later on this week, right? I'll hand it over to you now for the rest of the show. I
1: know. What's that? It's Monday. It's time for this thing.
0: My word! That is quite something! I don't know, Jeff, has it? I do not believe what I've just seen! Oh, 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 I say!
1: (laughs) (laughs) The excitement for the regular listeners, and they weren't expecting to hear that on a Monday. So, as we can now explain, the Peter Jury That Is Quite Something Award is now a regular thing every single podcast, and I have five nominations yet again. The influx of stories that I saw this week (laughs) left me in a very happy mood, (laughs) just for this segment alone. The first nomination has to be the Arthur Masawaka goal.
0: Yes, that was course it does incredible scenes even now mm.
1: would i would i have cared if it got the twitter response that we got when i did the tweet i it? mean probably not so shout out africa football twitter once
0: again coming up big for us on social media
1: they were lovely people yes yeah
0: and
1: nomination number two now we could finally talk jose marina <laughs> What would I call him Jose? I've never called him Jose, ever.
0: What the hell do you call him?
1: Jose? Jose Mourinho?
0: Jose, 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 whatever you want to call him, Jose Mourinho.
1: What do you mean? the all or nothing documentary. Harry says, You, I want, my name is Jose.
0: Well, either way, his post-match press <laughs> conference didn't disappoint us with what he said after the club's defeat to in Summerland I will allow you to relay what he did say to the world I've only got the one well
1: technically he didn't say anything because he just refused to take any questions at his press conference and he even said to the one journalist your job is a lot easier than ours which is why we earn a lot more than you
0: (laughs) which is top class shithousery and how how long
1: has he been manager?
0: five Six months, maybe, at max? Six six months.
1: About four or five months, I thought. So we are eight months and two years ahead of schedule in the Jose Mourinho managerial tenor.
0: Okay, his usual uh, season meltdown. It, is, it was a joy to see that comment come out from Mourinho after that game. <laughs> Definitely. Something to see. Uh what's point number three are we on now or award number three contender? somebody wants to become a
1: journalist, you should be respecting the journalist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, nah, when Jose comes on their side. Nah, when Jose comes out with a comment like that, I love that.
1: Betrayed your people.
0: Go on, what's third then?
1: Uh actually yeah, staying in Italy, actually, for nomination number three. Because speaking of another big ego, Zlatan Ibrahimovic released his autobiography this week. Adrenaline, um, go bite now yeah, in we, all
0: good bookshops and online. We're not
1: sponsored, don't give him any plug. He doesn't need plugging,
0: alright? <laughs> I mean, we're kind of doing it anyway with what you were about to say, because it's an aforementioned piece from the book.
1: I'm aforementioned piece, literally one line, where he reveals something about his time at Manchester United, which I found very funny. Mm-hmm. So, in his new autobiography he revealed that Manchester United took £1 off of his monthly salary because he drank a fruit juice from a minibar.
0: I mean, there's a whole section on what he talks about Manchester United as well, which I found hilarious, was um, about, like, he cost the club £5 million in commercialness due to him revealing he's moved to the club early, uh, that his agent wanted him to kill him because of him announcing it on Instagram. And then, like you said, that mini. Juice Bar incident, and then the fact that, like, from the outside, they seemed like a massive club, but they just wasn't inside internally, and like, look, kept looking back on history, which is all true, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, it's true if you believe it. Yes, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to the good stuff now. Nomination number four: the Air United goalkeeper. Aidan McAdams, recently, has been banned for two games. Do you want to know what he did?
0: I have no idea. What did he do?
1: Well, he was banned for two games after throwing a toilet roll towards Kilmarnock fans. What? (laughs) Your reaction is, what?
0: What do you mean? He got a for a f- f- throwing toilet roll off. I assume. Well, obviously,
1: for context. The context is Kilmarnock fans obviously threw the toilet roll at him first.
0: Right. And he just threw it back. And it's now been. And c- yeah,
1: they banned him.
0: As you do? I mean, there's weirder stories in the world of football, but that definitely is up there for one of the weirdest stuff you'll ever see.
1: How do you think he explains that when he goes home? His wife just walks away. So, that, why aren't you at uh, the football? Oh, uh, I got, I'm banned. Yeah, uh, well, why do you get banned? I, I, I throw some Andrex back at Kilmarnock, fans.
0: I mean, to be fair, if it is Andrex, I'd be taking that home with me. That is some soft-ass toilet roll. Maybe.
1: You're plugging them now and all. <laughs> Uh, in fairness, I think that a rule like this should be rolled out a lot more.
0: Please don't ever do that bad joke again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was awful. But I'm sh- That's the sound of that joke going down the toilet as we get ready to hear your next
1: oh, oh. award nomination. <laughs> I'll, let you,
0: I'll let you have that one.
1: <laughs> well, trust me, we've hit the peak now of the weird stories because have you heard of anything to do with a team called Dundee Athletic?
0: I have seen this story actually <laughs> quite recently.
1: Can this cannot be made up? So two weeks ago, they kicked a ball and went out their stadium, and it ended up in the River Tay, wherever the hell that is. I'm guessing it's in Dundee,
0: somewhere in Scotland. And
1: <laughs> whatever. And recently, somehow, some woman or account on Facebook posted this. The, the ball was found four hundred and eight miles away on a beach in however you say this place name? Leland. It's in the Netherlands. It was found in a place in the Netherlands.
0: Yes. Which I mean I don't know how on earth I have no idea how on earth that has done that book just incredibleness that you see a ball travel that far all the way over to the Netherlands which is just brilliant honestly
1: it's like it's so that you'd know this is their ball as well because it has Dundee Athletic written on the ball yeah yeah. Roll the actual post on social media for context because it obviously explains it a lot better yes who is your winner for this week well, that's like this week, is this edition.
0: Um, just because of the... oh, I've got. Can I have two this week?
1: Well, not really, because it's one award. This isn't the Man of the Match award on Sky. You can't split it.
0: As much as I want to give it to Arthur Masiwaki for that weird goal, shrot, crot, whatever you want to call it. I'm sorry, but uh, the Air United story for me wins it.
1: Yeah, you know, weirdly, I wanted to give it to Joseph.
0: <laughs> He's got enough awards and trophies That's in his fair. house, so he, he doesn't need another one.
1: Uh, That's and uh, to be fair, he does it. This happens all the time. So yeah, I'll give it to Air uh, United's you know, goalkeeper, Aidan McAdams.
0: Yeah, absolute brilliant story. Uh, definitely one of the weird and wonderful ones. He,
1: he could place this in the bathroom as well if he wants.
0: He can use it as a toilet roll holder.
1: Just, just next to the cashel. <laughs>
0: Stop giving out free promotions to different toilet roll companies. You had to go at me for promoting that. I
1: know.
0: Anyway, before we wrap up, let's have a look at the Champions League fixtures uh, this week as it is the final match day. Uh, Manchester City travel to Germany where they'll be facing RB Leipzig. Obviously, the citizens already through as table toppers in that one. Liverpool also on Tuesday. They travel to Italy where they'll be facing AC Milan. With AC Milan needing a victory there to have any chance of progressing to the knockout stages as long as... Uh, Porto and Atletico Madrid draw there. Uh, on Wednesday, Manchester United host BSC Young Boys. Obviously, Ralph Rangnick's side are already through as table-toppers so they don't have anything to worry about in their game. And Chelsea, they'll be travelling to Russia to face Zenit St. Petersburg. Obviously, both them and Juventus are already through but it is a matter of who will come first in that group. So, Two teams have got something to look forward to, the others not so much, but the Champions League, it never lets us down.
1: No, it's one, and thank God there's enough permutations to keep us entertained.
0: Especially if you look at Group G as well, which is all to play for, which we said from match day, well, Mm -hmm. as soon as the group stage was done, we said that group would be anything and everything to play for. Right, anything else before we wrap up? Well, I would like to add my input on the
1: greatest club competition in all of football, and that is the FA Cup. Go on, then. This weekend saw the second round games, and there was non-league success to talk about. Yeovil Town beating Stevenage on the Saturday, which was fairly decent, not bad, but can't say it was any better than sixth-tier Kidderminster Harriers knocking out fellow non-league team FC Halifax Town. Kidwitsch the Harriers are now the lowest ranked team left.
0: Bring on Manchester United in the third round, eh?
1: <laughs> well, you you know why we've mentioned Kidwitsch specifically. Any listeners don't, and we can't reveal anything just yet. They will know at the start of January why that
0: is. Yep, so just a month to wait for that special thing to come out. Um... Yeah congratulations. you okay, hope so. <laughs> congratulations to all teams that have progressed to the third round. and speaking of FA Cup, it was the Women's FA Cup final this weekend. Uh, last season's FA Cup obviously got rescheduled, and today it was especially poignant as it marked a 100 years to the day that uh, football in England for women was banned and 50 years to the day that it, the ban was lifted, and Chelsea did it soulless. By winning three 0 against Arsenal with Sam Kerr scoring,
1: they did it soulless. <laughs> they
0: did it soulless. They're not soulless. What? I can't think of the word I was looking for there. If you're
1: going to describe some of the soulless, just no. describe that as the Arsenal performance because the one I watched they were pretty bad.
0: Yeah, they were awful. Uh, but some uh, we've we've
1: seen them in person, then they've been way better than what I saw.
0: Yes, uh, Sam Kerr with a pick of the goals though in that game with a lovely chip over Manuela oh, Zinsberger. As uh, Emma Hayes' side. Thompson Art
1: esque, are you saying?
0: Yes, as Emma Hayes' side completed the uh, domestic quadruple from last season. So good luck to them in this season's competition and the rest of the Champions League, which they'll be playing on Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember one of the days they're playing this week, both teams. Right, that is the end of this week's uh, review show. We'll be back on Thursday to look ahead to another weekend of Premier League fixtures and a look back on all the action and talking points from the Champions League and other stuff if Spurs lose again for the banter.
1: I might even talk about the FA Cup third round draw, which always delivers.
0: Which is tonight.
1: The greatest weekend in the English football calendar is
0: coming. Mm, No, it's not. But sure. Uh, Right. We're not having
1: that debate again. We did that last year.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Make sure you like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter like we said at the start, at Pod And until later on this week, it's goodbye from Brad. See ya. And make sure you buy your Kishal and Andrix. It's goodbye from me. We'll see you soon.